My name is Avery Rapier, and you're listening to the Not Religious Podcast. Hello and welcome, everyone, back to another, another fine, dandy, amazing, beautiful episode of the Not Religious Podcast. I am Blake. Salutations. I am Brian. Salutations. (laughs) Bring it back. For those of you who don't know, we used to have a YouTube channel called Salutations SC. It was basically like a podcast, just with a video. We were before podcasts. I know. We were cutting edge. the, The early days, we were... Basically doing the same thing, just in video form, so you could see our faces. Yeah, when I did uh, our business proposal to the um, ad people for yeah. our sponsorship, I, I wrote about our, we were podcasting before podcasting was cool, <laughs> yeah. and I put a link to our YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. take that. They never said if they watched oh, it or man. not, but... Okay. But you guys can go back on YouTube and find all those videos. Those are great. Salutations yeah. SC. That's right. Um. But yeah, we're back. Halloween season is still here. Still among us. Um, the lottery is at... No. no. Somebody won it. Oh, that's right. They did win it, didn't they? A okay. 22-year-old kid from Somerton. No. Oh, gosh. From Simpsonville. <laughs> still. Yeah. He was a he was a college student at uh, SE State, I do believe. No way. $1.6 Now, what do you think that a 22-year-old from... Simpsonville, is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. Is going to do with $1.6 billion. Well, no, by the time all the taxes come out, it definitely won't be that. But I don't know. Oh, man. Did you see that scary. one interview? I think it was a couple years ago. They were talking about, uh, they were going around interviewing people. What the, what would you do if you won the lottery? And the guy said, hookers and weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he went I think he went past weed. I think he said cocaine. Did like, he? Oh, oh, okay. okay. Some wow. cocaine. Um, you know what my problem is with the lottery? What? So we've got this big push for uh like raising money for, you know, countries with starving kids in it and things like that. Yeah. And everyone's talking about, you know, if you only give um 10 cents a day it'll feed however many families and things sure. like that right so being america we do things like the lottery right and uh where it's 1.6 billion dollars and we're going to give it to a 22 year old from simpsonville right when we could be why don't we just take some of that money and give it to the you know what i mean right like i think the same amount of people would play if you had like um so say let's give one point five nine 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 billion yeah to um some charity or let's like maybe in poverty in America yeah. or in a state or you know homeless children or something and then the people who play the lottery they get to win like a hundred dollar shopping spree at yeah. Walmart. I think that would work a lot better. Or they'd pay your electric bill for like a year. Yeah, but we're too greedy. $1.6 billion. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Oh, I but, played. Did you buy a ticket? No, I didn't. I didn't even I didn't even bother. I did on Friday. Yeah. And then 
when just a, just a, just a, why not? Yeah. Well, here's what happened. I found forty dollars. Where did I find it at? I found it at the car wash. So I was vacuuming out the car, and there was two twenty dollar bills. I am notorious for finding money. Yeah, like I can find money. Oh, I know it makes me sick. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I found forty bucks, and your mom actually said. He needs to buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> so that's exactly what I did. I love that she's the one that, that brought right. that out. She, yeah. And then, uh, so I played it on Friday. I didn't win. And, and then Tuesday rolled around. And I was like, because, you know, the Mega Millions is, it's multi-state. So it's not just South Carolina. So yeah. it pulls from different states. I was like, what are the odds that someone from South Carolina is going to win? Oh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, dang it. Yeah. But when I heard it was Simpsonville, like my dad works up there. Yeah. And I was like, that old dude just won <laughs> and he hadn't told nobody. He's not going to tell anybody. <laughs> he's going to play it very yeah, low key. He's going to come home, get my mom, and they're going to like go to Barbados they're and we're out. never going to see him yeah, again. They're gone. <laughs> I saw something on Facebook about the lottery. Uh, it said one in four car accidents are are caused by texting and driving. People people commonly say oh, that won't be me. Right. However, it's a one in three hundred million uh, chance of winning the <laughs> Mega Millions, and people are like, "You never know. You never know." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, again, thank you guys for tuning in for this fine episode of the Not Religious Podcast today. We are going to talk about something that I'm going to be totally honest with you, Brian. I don't know where I stand on it. I'm going to be totally honest with you, Blake. I don't know where I stand on it. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that makes it fun so that way nobody gets offended. Well, here's the deal. Like, I've been, and you have too, really deconstructing what I believe, where my faith is. Mm -hmm. Because I really want to know where my faith is. Um, Because I feel like for... The longest time I was just following the herd and doing what I was told to do instead of doing the research and, you know, getting out of my shell and finding God for myself. Yeah. So I've kind of just stripped away everything I believe. Yeah. And slowly reading the Bible and praying and studying, reconstructing what I actually believe. So I'm with you on. I don't know where I stand with this one. Yeah, this this one's going to be fun. Today we're going to talk about uh, the the theory of once saved, always saved. In eternal salvation. Eternal salvation, yeah. right. So I've done research for both sides, Okay, really. I've watched I, someone I who... I, I watched one guy who said, uh, you absolutely can lose your salvation. That's the video I sent you. Yeah, that was hilarious. That guy was hilarious. Um, and then <laughs> him, him just talking about... He's this, a genius yeah, to himself. He but. had a... We, I saw a video, sent it to Brian, of a guy that was, you know, given his, uh, his experience where Jesus came down and gave him a vision of... Uh, of what hell was like and who was in hell, and it was people who... It was people from his church. From his church that were burning in hell. If you were a member of his congregation, (laughs) how does that make you feel? Like I was a jerk. (laughs) The comment section was Was the best. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, And then I watched a video of a guy that was like, no, you know, God's grace is definitely more... um, 
abundant. gracious, yeah, yeah. And, and abundant than that, you know, yeah. rather than something like you mess up and then you can lose it, you know? Yeah. So, um, so we're going to talk about both points today. Uh, I want to start with a story of a band that we like. Okay. Um, for those of you who have heard of Under Oath, you, you would know that they're, they were the pioneers of the Christian hardcore scene in the mid two thousands. Right. Uh, everyone, if you, if you were a Christian hardcore band, you mimicked your stuff and, uh, swore by under oath. That was, they were just the leaders of that. They held, they would go to warp tour and hold Bible studies while they're on warp tour. Um, even just regular tours, you know, and they toured with everybody and they, they really started that whole scene. Right. Um, after a while, they kind of started to drift away from that. And we talked about a whole episode on the Christian music industry and yeah. how it really pollutes a lot of things, right? Yeah. Um, they were the victims of that. They they were the victims of the Christian labels being like, you guys cannot do this. You have to say this. You have to do this. Conform and to this. Yeah, this is this is how you are supposed to do it if you're going to call yourself a Christian man. This is how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> or you're fired. Um, so they kind of broke away from that. They went through this really ugly breakup. Aaron Gillespie was out. Um, and they went on a two-year hiatus. We're just done. Um, made an announcement that they were coming back. However, when they made their comeback and they started putting out new music, the Christian scene was in an uproar. Right. Do you remember when that song came out? So they put out a song called All My Teeth um, from their latest release to which they very openly dropped the F-bomb and it did not sit well with a lot of people. Um in an interview with Spencer Chamberlain, the main singer of Under Oath, he has completely denounced his faith. Uh, he doesn't consider himself a Christian anymore. Right. He wanted to get away from that Christian label so bad. Right. Um, because of just how ugly it had gotten. He had a drug problem, and instead of getting comfort from uh, the Christians that were in his life, everyone just kind of turned their back on him. The fans kind of turned their back on him, you know? And in a video I watched, he said that there was someone, uh, the people who did talk to him to get him through that were not Christians. They were atheists. They were, you know, whatever. And that really sat better with him. Um, He was very offended. So he just kind of kicked it all to the side. He kicked God to the side. and, And when they reformed as under oath and Aaron Gillespie came back in, um, they all kind of realize everyone was at a different stage right with their walk with god now there there are members of under oath who proclaim to be atheists um there's some that are still very yeah. much christians you know um and and it was like they uh, well aaron gillespie definitely yeah went on a different path right. with with what after all that went down and everything, like we've talked about before, he did some praise and worship stuff. Right. Like he went down a complete, he was set up to be the next, uh, Oh, what's that cheesy 
Christian singer. Jeremy Camp. Jeremy Camp. <laughs> he was set up to be the next Jeremy Camp. I mean, that's what yeah. the record labels and everything were telling him. Like, yeah. fit this mold, and this is where you're going to be. And right around the time that they came back together is mm-hmm. when he was like, oh, man, the, this does not sit right with yeah. me. So you have really two two different roads that were taken by these guys. One completely denounced everything. Yeah. And Aaron Gillespie was like, I'm just going to sell out. I mean, he didn't yeah. say oh, that, yeah. but that's what he yeah. was doing. Yeah, You absolutely. know what I'm saying? They, um, I, I liked the stuff after Aaron Gillespie left, but I could tell it was going it was, down that yeah, path. Yeah. Um, and the album they put out with, with him absent from it was great. Yeah. I loved it. But you could tell that the, the Christian elements were starting to kind of yeah back off a little bit. Um, so when they broke up, I was like, I kind of saw that coming. Yeah. Then they reformed. I got all excited. And I remember on my teeth dropped and I was like, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <This is laughs> I mean, just the biggest middle, middle finger to yeah. the, the whole uh, Christian Industry. music scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that, that kind of leads into our topic today. So Spencer Chamberlain being, being the, uh, the front runner of such a massive scene, like the Christian hardcore music, um, holding Bible studies and things like that to just say, dudes idled themselves. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he was the, what? those bands wanted to be yeah oh yeah the band itself but him yeah more more specifically he was a mentor to so many guys and so many bands and then just to be like i'm done i don't even i don't even consider myself a christian anymore right i don't believe all that it's just i'm i'm done with that so your question is can you you, is is he going to heaven and and the uh yeah if he was to die right now um, what what would happen? Right, because <sighs> eternal salvation that that Calvinist camp is is predicated on works have nothing, right. zero to do with your salvation, and I think that's a little unfair because I would I would say that the other side of the 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 field on that is. They don't necessarily think works, you know, lead to salvation. But what they're saying is if you pull something like he pulled, you can backslide or yeah. you can lose that salvation. Pretty much you have to live a certain way to maintain your salvation. Right. So that's perplexing. Yeah. The that's why it's so confusing. Excuse me. It's so difficult to try to put a get a grasp on it because yeah. you 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 have someone, say a pastor of a church. Um, let's say he pastored a church for twenty years, you know, right? And then all of a sudden, just drops it and says, "I'm done. I don't even believe in God anymore." Right. Um. In fact, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be an advocate for. This and that and other something that is totally uh, opposite of of Christianity. You right. know, can you lose it? Right. So it, it's so tricky. It's right. tricky to rock and around. It is. 
And both sides use the same scriptures to their advantage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll hear one quote John, you know, one way, and then you hear them quote it on the other side, the very same scripture and with a different interpretation of it. Yeah. And that that's always like for me That's just the Bible in general. That's the too. Bible in general, but coming from something coming from a culture where if you weren't well very specifically the church of god in speaking in tongues yeah like if you did not speak in tongues then you did not have the baptism of the holy ghost yeah and if you do not have the baptism of the holy ghost then you cannot operate within the fruits of the spirit and and, and all the gifts of what what the holy spirit brings so that's basically saying that my Christian brother over here, his yeah. interpretation of the Bible and the scripture that leads him to believe that you don't have to speak in tongues to maintain the Holy Spirit with inside of you, he's wrong. Yeah. His interpretation's wrong and mine's right. Right. And that's one thing that I, I've had to strip away from myself yeah, is yeah. looking at other people and saying, your belief system's wrong and mine is the right way. Yeah. Like I'm more Christian than you. And that's what was pounded into my head. Yeah. You know, this culture of, you know, we've actually got it right very pompously and very, you know, arrogantly. Yeah. Um, we have a handle and we have, you know, the the corner on this market. And oh yeah, every denomination thinks that they're but every denomination does that. Know? Right. Yeah. Not in not every church, but there's you can find that in every denomination. Oh, yeah. So for me to sit back and say <clears throat> and, and eternal salvation was a big thing in, in the church of God. We definitely did not believe in that. Like it was a no no to say that. Like we that you know the evangelical yeah the yeah. evangelical pentecostal view is you can backslide yeah. if you're not living a sanctified life then you can lose the grace of god yeah i don't know how i feel about that yeah that's that's just you know i can't comfortably say that that's how it is yeah. but at the same time i can't say that it's not yeah you know i see the points on both sides well the i watched a lot of videos on this one the uh one of the verses that stuck, that stood out to me and this was a video that was very very much in in line with once you're saved you're you're saved you're saved yeah. um and uh this is uh first john 5:13 my yep. purpose in writing is simply this that you will believe it in god's son um you who believe excuse me you who believe in god's son will know beyond the shadow of a doubt that you have eternal life the reality and not the illusion. Right. So that's, that's the big one that they, yeah. that's like the go-to for right. them. Like, look, this is telling you, you have eternal life. Once you accept Jesus Christ as your savior, you, you now have eternal life. Yeah. And I've also heard the argument, okay, that's talking eternal life. It's not talking eternal salvation. Mm. There's a difference between salvation and life. Yeah. And I don't, I can't find that difference, but yeah. that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing them say, okay, eternal life, that's basically given the promise of once you die after you've lived a sanctified life as a follower of Christ, you you have an eternal life. Yeah. And then the other side is saying, no, once you accept Jesus into your heart, he can't unaccept you. Yeah. I heard a good um, 
kind of metaphor for well it, it it was basically a demonstration this guy um he said uh you know some of the pushback he gets he he's a calvinist and some of the pushback he gets is you know i can let go of god at any point you know if we're walking hand in hand i can let go of him at any point and and go a separate way yeah and his argument was sure you can let go of him but he can't let go of you if you hold hands with someone one person like lets go that doesn't mean you can just walk away freely yeah and his, you know he was saying that god will constantly have his hand on you now where he gets pushback is okay so let's say you're a good catholic boy you're a good evangelical christian whatever you accept Jesus into your heart. You're, you, you've, you, he is your Savior. You're living right. You've done all A, B, C, and D on, on you know, your way to salvation. Boom, you're a Christian. I hate that word. You're a Christian, <laughs> and then you start, um, I don't know, just being living the most deprived life you can live. Okay, so you start killing people, you're, yeah. or you know you, you're stealing things, whatever. On a constant basis, you go to jail, this, that, and the other. You know, people are saying the pushback he gets is, you know, well, this guy can say, "Oh, I'm going to heaven anyway. I can live any life I want. Yeah, I can cheat, steal, smoke, drink. You know." have sex with whoever I want, you know, yeah. knock up a bunch of women. I can, you know, kill this guy and bury him in a field somewhere. Right. I can live any life I want because at the end of the day, I'm going to heaven. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. his, his view on that was, yeah, you'll have eternal life, but that doesn't mean God can't punish you on the here and now on earth. Yeah. Cause I could, for example, and I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, we, I, I, I mean, I spent, I've spent my whole life in church, yeah. you know, um, to, to the point where I, I was being told, this is how you, this is how you do things. You, you sure. know, um, and you believe this way and you, there's a rule book and you follow the rule book and it was the same thing with where I went to school. It was a, nothing but a set of rules, right? right. Um, you didn't, you didn't drink, you didn't cuss, you didn't whatever. Um, and as I've grown as a human being and, and grown and moved into adulthood, um, and I started deconstructing my faith and not looking at it as a set of rules, and I started really opening up my, my, view, my, my thoughts on these types of things. Uh, so so let's let's go by that. I've been I've been in church. I've been in church all this time and I'm I'm a good example of what a Christian is. Um but what if I'm at work and something irritates me so bad that someone overhears me cussing. Like what I just got us? so mad and what I, the fork? I just, yeah, I just flip out and I yeah. and I cuss somebody out. Sure. Um I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say that that person uh, is backsliding. Right. So definitely. So now, all right, I'm a, I'm going to go to the gas station and, and get something real quick, but I get into a car accident on the way there and I die. Right. Does that mean that 
because because I just cussed somebody out, uh, am I gonna am I going straight to hell? Right. It's that's so. It, it's almost like what do you interpret as backsliding? What do you interpret as sin? Yeah, I mean, and what's crazy is so many people think that this is black and white. Yeah. That the Bible itself or the relationship with God is black and white. But if you're trying to figure things out, if you're a new Christian or you're an old Christian trying to, you know, find your way, there's some stuff that's very gray. Yeah. And that's left to interpretation because there's so many different theologies and ideas and interpretations of things. And even your own, you know, at the at the end of the day, you have to admit to yourself that whatever I believe is completely wrong. Because we will never have the we, full we understanding, have, understanding we'll of God. No. Yeah. Until we reach that, right? You know that period in our time where and we that's die. The thing too, where you have to understand God's grace, which is which is hard to understand. Yeah, but you don't know what he's really what what has been man's interpretation of sin and what his interpretation of right. sin is. So like. That makes it tricky when you think about how should we live while we're on right. this earth and then we die because we could have had it completely wrong the whole right. time. The whole but time. does that mean that whenever we get there, he's just going to be like, nope. Sorry. Sorry, you you didn't do it the right way. Right. But if their intentions were pure, right. then what kind of God is he? You know. Yeah, I can I can definitely see this the Calvin Calvinist approach of eternal salvation in the aspect of once you become a Christian, you have that desire to pursue God and build that relationship with him. And as long as you are pursuing God, like, here's the deal, regardless of what the rumors going around town about you and I are, we we don't drink, we don't smoke, we don't cuss. We, we, you know what I'm saying? That's not who we are. Um, Regardless of what other people are saying, that's just not who we are. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we're going to condemn that stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at at the end of the day, I'm pursuing a relationship with God. And because I'm doing that, these other things that come along with morality and decision-making, I have a clearer choice a clear view on how to make my choices. Yeah. I have conviction in my life. I have, you know, the 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 Holy Spirit guiding me through this stuff. Yeah. So I can see the argument for eternal salvation because I feel like if you are saved and you're you you have a relationship with God, then you want to draw closer to him and by doing that you live a morally just life. Yeah. And and we're not meant to wander around right the whole time that we're here scared to death that yeah. every little bit and every time we mess up that we just earned ourselves a one way ticket. Right. To But at the, the same time I can see that's just a miserable way to live. It is, but I can see because we are sinners. Yeah. We are still sinners. Every person you know, regardless of the title in front of their name, where they preach at, where they go to church, they are a sinner. We're yeah. all sinners. Oh, yeah. Continual. That will never change. You yeah. will never not be a, a sinner. Yeah. that's That needs to be made very clear to yeah. a lot of people. So 
we're all sinners. So I can see the viewpoint of you're going to sin and sin is so tempting and so intoxicating that you can stop wanting to pursue a life close to God. Yeah. And that sin can draw you away from God. Yeah. So I can see the point of backsliding. I can see the point of losing your relationship. You know, I I did a message one time kind of about this um, in a roundabout way. I had to be very careful um, because at the time, you know, we weren't, I, I wasn't allowed to preach on yeah, eternal yeah, salvation. Some, some guidelines. Yeah. So, <laughs> but an example I used is if if you're going up a mountain with Jesus, you're going up that mountain. Um, and say you're trying to get to the top of the mountain where God is. Okay. And then you start doing some things that aren't right. And you start, you know, going a little crazy with, with your actions or whatever, where you are on that mountain, you don't start back over. You don't go to the bottom of the mountain to have to pursue God because Jesus is with you the entire time. And he's with you as you go sideways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's going to walk with you while you go sideways. He's going to walk with you back and forth. And when you want to start pursuing that relationship back with God, he's there. It's not like he's not, he, it's not like he, he never, he will never leave or forsake you. Yep. He's always going to be there and you're going to pick right back up where you left because all that, all that change in you is still there. So in a way, I guess I am a, a, a slight proponent of eternal salvation. Yeah. You know, but I can't definitively say one way or the other what's right and what's wrong. Have you ever heard of TULIP? I don't think so. TULIP. Is that? That's a... the acronym. Oh, okay. Okay. Thought we were going with a band or something. No. Like, oh, I love their I love to, that'd early be a, stuff. That'd be a, a great <laughs> name for a Baptist band, Tulip. They sold out. Um, so it's called Tulip, or the five points of Calvinism. And okay. I'll tell you what they are. Okay, the T stands for total depravity. And that's basically saying that man's dead. Okay, that uh, you and I were dead and uh, we sin... Unless we're born again, yeah, basically, okay. Um, the U stands for unconditional election, mm. and that just simply means God chooses to give some people eternal life without looking for anything good in them. So, just uh, as a condition for for loving and saving them, that you know God chooses to give that eternal life, okay. So, um, basically before you were born, before the world was made, um, God decided who would go to heaven and who would not. Okay. Okay. I was wanting to get to that. Okay. Um, can we stop here for a minute or do you want to, no, go ahead and finish the tulip and we'll come back. All right. Um, L is for limited atonement. And that just basically means that um, uh, Christ made atonement with his death. So um, there's 
I don't know. Uh, that, that I think that speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, T U L. What's next? I. Mm-hmm. Um, I is a uh, um, irresistible grace, and that is basically um, that teaches that God, uh, God's grace to save a person, um, can't be uh, restricted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. You cannot out sin. Right. Grace God's is grace. God's free and and everlasting power to save you. Okay. So T U L I P would be the preservation of saints. <laughs> and when you think of saints, you you think of the Catholic Church. Right. You know? But this is during the Reformation, so these guys are totally not talking about the Catholic Church. Um so this basically is like uh, God preserves like you and I, his people, um, so that we can never be lost. To simply put it, it, it just means once you're saved, you're always saved. Yeah. Okay. So that's tulip. That's the five, so the, tulip method. the five points of Calvinism. So going to the predestination idea of it, um, the... When I was in when I was in high school, we had this rally every few years, um, where this team of uh, of people would come in. They do games and they have like a week long revival type thing. Yeah, night services and things like that. There was a kid that got saved that was in one of my classes, and very new to Christianity in general. Parent, he didn't grow up in church. His parents weren't Christians. Things but, like that. But they sent him to a Christian. But they church. sent him to a Christian school. Or a Christian school. school. Yeah. Um, so he That's he gets funny. saved at this rally, um, and he's asking all these questions. We had a teacher. Honestly, I don't know how he how he even got hired on with his beliefs because of what the church that. Uh, held that school, what their beliefs were sure. and how, what his were. It just doesn't make any sense. But, you know, he believed in predestination. Um, and he was talking about that the day after this kid got saved. Um, and he was very sure of the fact that he was going to make it into heaven. He was one of the selected ones wow. that was going to make it to heaven. That's um, almost like the uh, Jehovah's Witness. Right. There's only like... Just a handful was actually yeah. going, yeah. So he's, but he was confident he was going. Um, and this, my friend, was very, very confused at that point. I he bet. was like, "So what? How do I know? Like, you know, what if I live how I'm supposed to, and I don't because I wasn't right predestined to right. go? Um, so that makes me wonder if you believe that way." Does that mean that you can spend your life yeah. being a douche? Yeah. And I mean, and, yeah, I'm and, already going to heaven. God already it, made yeah, his mind like, up. I, I mean, while I'm here on this earth, I might as well right. you know, live it up. Live it up. Yeah. You know? So Yeah, that's I mean how, that's how does that work? That's a whole nother one that's just like And I'm only saying that because I don't know. I sure. honestly don't know. Well, no one knows. Um and this the and this teacher that I had was not the most approachable guy. So, yeah, um, I didn't bother asking him, you know, with predestination, man, I, I just that's just another one where, you know, it's ingrained in you. 
in in this evangelical world that that's a bunch of malarkey and you know yeah. because because that takes away the sanctification of, yeah. of a person and takes away by backsliding so i don't know man like yeah. is there scripture to 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 support that sure yeah. I mean, you can interpret scripture interpret. Yeah. into anything. Yeah. Into anything. I can take Jesus wept, and I could come up with a totally sure different meaning for that. Jesus wept, which means he was more in touch with his feminine side, yeah. which means he he might have been homosexual. Oh God! You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> yeah, someone I mean, can it spin. Could, it can happen. Yeah. Right. You know, but people can people can definitely spin and interpret scripture um, any way they want. Yeah. That's, that's where you, scary. It is, and you have to rely on discernment. And you have to rely on the guidance of the Holy Spirit to help you figure this stuff out. Yeah, which is what I've been doing. And, but it's still it's so hard. Yeah, because you hear educated people. Now there's some wackos out there, and we've watched the Absolutely. wackos videos, and they're hilarious and they're funny. We know some wackos, and boy, they're, do we. And they're <laughs> hilarious and they're funny, but at the same time, there's some very smart people out there who have some very good ideas on both sides, on every side. And it's kind of like, wow, you know, this sounds good and this sounds right and this sounds good and this sounds right. I think for me, at the end of the day, I believe God's grace is so bountiful. I, I, I truly do. I think God's grace, I've never known God's grace how I know it now. Yeah. I've never known it like this before. I have a whole new interpretation yeah. of the grace of God. But at the same time, my pursuit of a relationship with him is determining my lifestyle. And, and that's, that's what people forget a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm still reading through Not a Fan. Yeah. Um, but it's very, it's very much in line with... It, there's... There's countless guidelines and rule books for every single denomination, oh, every yeah. single religion that you that you can think of. Um, but are you more so a fan whenever right. you follow those and, and you're by the book? And, right. Or are you are you, do you have a true relationship with him? And that way, like you said, you kind of can interpret things in your own manner to ensure that what what you have going on is pure and genuine instead yeah. of just uh this is just the way you do things just just know? the way it's done yeah um <sighs> it's so it's so weird <laughs> it's so it, tricky it, it is and and what do you tell someone who's new you know what i'm saying like i think it's important to tell people i don't, I don't know. know i have no clue it's okay to say i don't know i'm trying to figure that out let's figure it out together together right you know what i'm saying yep like but it's so hard because you and I can sit here and we can say that. Yeah. Okay. The majority of people out there who are professing Christians who go to church every Sunday, they can't say that. You know what they're going to say? Whatever crap their their preacher just yeah. regurgitated to yeah. them. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to take the the platform of the very reverend whoever he is up on a stage, <laughs> you know, spouting off yeah. uh, on his theology. And his theology from him to them is God ordained. Well, we like to be told too. Oh heck yeah! What we we want to be told? Just, just what give me we a think. solid answer. Right. And I'm like the that. human I'm, race. I'm like that about a lot of things. Right. Um. 
This, however, I feel is something it's that's too important. Way more, yeah, way more important. Too important. Yeah. <laughs> way too important to to just be told something. Right. And to take, even if someone on stage is saying, God gave this message to me, and this is how the Bible says it. You know what? That's great. That works for you. Yeah. I don't know if that works for me, right. and that's okay. You know, ever since we started doing this podcast, and even before then, when I really started to deconstruct everything, um, I was very stagnant yeah. with my relationship with God. Right. And I was trying so hard to go by the book to make sure that I was... Because I was told this is this is just how you live yeah. as a Christian, and um, but ever since then, I have. Uh, do I read my Bible daily? Heck, no, absolutely not. I don't have time for that. I'm just being honest with you. Right. I, I'm I'm on the go constantly, um, and I I don't I don't have time for that. Uh, do I talk to God daily? Absolutely not. It seems like I only go to him when I get really frustrated, and even then, it's like a, you know, it's it's if it is a prayer, it's out of, or if it's if it's a request, yeah, it's out of spite. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's, but at the same time, what others would consider that as backsliding, yeah, I feel like I've actually grown closer yeah. to God. Um, well, I, well I what you said goes against. Than, I mean, people. Oh, yeah. People who who will hear that will say, oh, "I knew it." But I'm but I'm being knew dead it. honest with you. I don't have time to read my Bible. That every I day. knew it. Is that does that mean that my eternal you should have never left where you were? Right. Yeah. I knew it. The I dude. It, you know what I'm saying? Like what the what the rule book was for that? I, yeah. You can pretty much count me out for all of it. Yeah. Um, because I have learned that that is not the most important thing. Right. Um, I don't need to post a picture of, of a highlighted, you know, Bible and right. a cup of coffee every day <laughs> right. and share the verse of the day on the Bible app. Right. Um, and what have you, that's just, that's going through the motions. I don't, it is. I, for me, that wasn't genuine. Yeah. I did that type of stuff to, to try to, you know, fit in, to fit in. And to I I genuinely thought that that's just what you did. Yeah. Um. You thought you were doing it right. Here's the thing: I never could bring myself to listen to Caleb. Just couldn't do it. Right. So, um. In fact, I don't. I don't. I don't worship, or I don't. I don't worship. I don't listen to worship music as often as I used to, or just Christian music in general. Um. And I think that that alone sets off a bunch of red flags to a lot of people. Oh, heck yeah. I'm but, telling you right now, because there's people who are listening to this just to pick apart what we say. Yeah. And that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> but there's people listening to it How who, you doing? who would, who would say you've completely gone downhill Yeah, and you're losing your, your, you're losing your place in heaven. You're losing yeah. your relationship My with jewels. God. But honestly, you've never been more vulnerable and raw with God than yeah. what you are now because you're letting yourself. I am so much closer, you know, right. I, I, it's just, it feels more of, it just feels more genuine than yeah. what I was trying to do before. 
Yeah. Um, because before you were doing the country club, you know, yeah. the, let me do my devotion. Let me do this. Let me do this without any, uh, without any vulnerability, without any. And it was frustrating it, because yeah. I was like, this isn't me. Without any passion. Yeah. So I'm, so then I'm doing it, but I, I don't mean it. Right. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, it, here's the thing. I think it's, I think it's really, really sketchy to say you need to get in the habit right. of praying. You need to get into the habit right. of reading your Bible daily. I don't think God wants habit. He doesn't want habit. He wants true emotion. If I'm doing it out of habit, then it's not genuine. Right. So, no, I don't think... <laughs> I think if you if you truly want to just take in everything that God has to offer and you want to dig into the Bible... I, I have a very hard time reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. um, but that's you. But that's me. Right. So so if people want to do a devotion daily or, or whatever, not out of habit, out of passion. Out of passion, awesome. go for it. Yeah. Do it. I, I envy you. I, I read the Bible daily. Okay. I, do. I envy that. Right. I can't do it. Right. <laughs> I, I do it. Yeah. Um, but, and here's the thing, I don't read it how I read it before. Yeah. How I read it before was I was doing, you know, the Bible app plans yeah. and I was making sure I was reading the Bible every day out of habit, but just to say I read the Bible every day. Okay. Read my Bible today. I've done my good Christian thing. Let me mark off my thing. Okay. Got in my prayer closet today and prayed and I never had a prayer closet. Well, I had no room in the closet. I had to, to make, make a prayer, prayer closet. <laughs> and so I checked off my box. I was in there praying or whatever, you know, but none of it was earnest. Yeah. You know, none. It never felt right. It felt like I'm just going through stuff. I'm just marking boxes here, and if that makes me backsliding, I don't feel like I'm backsliding. I feel it, that just brings me even closer to eternal salvation. You know what I'm saying? Because that's telling me I don't have to follow your rules to be close to God. Yeah, I don't have to agree with your interpretation to be close with God. You you say the Bible tells me I have to read it every day. Well, that's not what I hear when I when I read these passages. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the Bible wasn't written for a absolute one way ticket. The Bible is written for each individual to take it how they take it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ah. Frustrating. It is frustrating, and it's it's very frustrating that I spent so long in a shell, um, forcibly by my you know forced yeah. by myself. I I I forced myself to put God in a box, put my faith in a box, and put my relationship in a box, just checking boxes yeah. basically, um, filling out my daily routine just to try to make it to my quota of what a good Christian should do. I'm so glad I'm not doing that anymore. Yep. And if that brings me to, I'm a Calvinist. Okay. Am I? I have no idea, man. I don't know. I don't even care. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't even like to consider myself a Christian a lot of times. Cause I'm I like, hate the it's, word. it's just, it's, it's got, it puts a lot of, it puts a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths anyway. Well, the word is the to me, the word Christian has been so 
perverted yeah. and 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 dirtied yeah. by Christians that I don't want any part of it. Yeah. Don't want any part of it, man. I just want to be a follower of God. Yeah. I and just whatever want, that's called. Whatever I guess that, if you want to need to put a label on it, then that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. And I don't know what I believe, you know, if emphatically about everything. I I don't want to know what I believe emphatically about everything. Yeah. I want to keep wondering and searching and 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 asking and questioning things. I want to grow. That is how you grow. Yeah. You're not growing if you just you know, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over expecting oh, yeah. different result. You know, people who are just going to church selfishly and by putting a label on it it's it's just more evidence that you're 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 then making it a public display rather than a personal relationship. That's right. You're going you're going to church. Oh, I'm such and such. So this yeah. is this is what I do. When you yeah. look at me, this you know that I am for this, 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 and I am against this, this, this. Right. Um why does that even matter? I don't man? know. Because we're all idiots. Right. We are. <laughs> yeah. We we truly are. Going to church just to say I went to church and going selfishly to get an emotional feely feel. Yeah. Or ooh, the music makes me feel this way, or the preacher makes me feel that way, and this is the way it needs to be done. And God, man, I mean, yeah. to me that is driving a wedge between a true relationship. Yeah. Hey, I don't. Here's another thing. You're married now. I'm married. I'm definitely married. That's I'm, awesome. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's fine. I had a thought. But we, there's there's some days where we don't feel like going to church, mm. and so we don't, and that's okay. Um, and the, people will, oh, they can they'll blast me for it all day long, right? But here's the thing. If if we have something. Me and Allie have we have two days off every week. Um, those two days, one we really like to to use that as a rest day, but usually one ends up being having to do something that turns into an all day thing, like and, watching football. Well, I mean that's relaxing to us, <laughs> but before football came along, that sure. Saturdays were like jam packed, really busy days for us. Mm-hmm. There was always it's somebody's birthday, birthday, some type of graduation, event going on. right? Baby so, dedication, and then you're trying to we meal prep for the whole week, mm-hmm. so you have to do that. We're trying to we're trying to get um, laundry done, whatever. So if something is happening on that Saturday and we can't get the stuff done that we need to for the rest of the week. We would be like, let's just not go to church because we don't we won't have another right. another chance to do it. Right. Um, so that's okay. That's all right. I think we'll be fine. The reason I said you're married is I was going with you need to treat your relationship with God how you would treat a marriage. Lee and I don't check off boxes. Yeah. We don't do the same thing repetitiously out of habit every day. Yeah. You know, we we live. We live our lives. Yeah. And each day is a new challenge and a new adventure. And we love each other more and more every day mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. If we get into habits and routines and just going through the motions, our marriage is crap. Yeah. 
Can't go through the motions. It's yep. got to be genuine. Yep. Was there anything else you want to add? No, I think that was good. good. I think Eternal. I think we could talk about this again some other time. Sure. Yeah. I mean, even at the end of this, I still don't know where I, don't I stand know. And with I, it. I didn't and expect that's fine. to. Yeah. We're not supposed to have it all figured out. No. But I did touch on Holy Spirit stuff. I think we need to do a episode on that. It's in my notes. Nice. One day we're going to. Nice. Um, all right. Well, Brian, we have a new uh, a new way of doing this, by the way, for our song suggestions. I think this is going to go more smoothly. Um, so, Brian, go ahead and what you what you got for this week? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I completely lost. Okay. Yep. There you go. Oh no, oh. that's not what I wanted. <laughs> all right. Uh, Guardian Angel. <laughs> Guardian Angel uh-huh. by the Red. Jumpsuit apparatus. Man, red jumpsuit, rat, jumpsuit. <laughs> red jumpsuit apparatus was yeah. my jam back in high school. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad that you're. I'm going to them. You know, for the last probably month, I've been very nostalgic with. Yeah. Um, with music stuff that I heard a long time ago mm-hmm. that I was like, eh. You know, I'm not. Now it's coming back. Now it's coming back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, these guys, this is amazing. I'm dissecting the music more and right. listening to you know more instead of just letting it entertain me yeah. i'm actually dissecting it and looking at you know the different parts of it the different sounds of it the dynamics of it so i'm rediscovering a lot of music and i i'm happy yeah. about it well so, I'm, I'm definitely happy about this one i love this band why don't you play it why don't you all right here we go so up. this is uh your guardian angel by the red jumpsuit apparatus That's good. That it came, was, came in, good. came in a little hot. <laughs> <laughs> came in a little hot, but no one ever said we had to have this figured out either. No, so. but hey, uh, here's a note to Christian. He's the youth pastor over there at Venture. You know, he he was talking about our the quality stuff, dude. Just to let you know, we we have upgraded some equipment here, so that's why we're able to play these clips while we record. We got some uh, stuff going on. Uh, we are slowly making some progress to get some quality stuff. Um, so just bear with us as we try to figure it out. And I think by episode twenty, we will have, <laughs> we'll have it everything. One hundred. All right, Blake. What? 100. What would you say is your musical choice? So, I love Halloween. I love Halloween. Love Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Um, this is Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, you just watched. Nightmare Before Christmas for the first time ever the other night. What was your thoughts? Yeah. Okay. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. This band is not from that movie, but I have been a huge Misfits fan for years um, because I love Halloween and because they opened how, how the How old door. were you, were you think, do you think? 
I can I, always remember you being a Mississippi fan somehow. I can't somehow. Even remember, dude, because they they've just been around for forever. People don't realize that. Um, we I, first met. You were how old? 10? 10. 11. Were you a Misfits fan then? No, I wouldn't no? say then, but it wasn't long after. It wasn't that. long yeah. after. Um, just because they've been around for so long. Okay. And, you know, they're kind of like Kiss with their marketing. You oh, yeah. can find Misfits stuff anywhere. Anywhere and, and anything. You can find yeah. a shirt at Walmart if yeah. you wanted to, you know. Um, but I love their music. They opened up this door of like the horror punk. Genre that right. I got into and dove into headfirst. I loved it. Um, but Misfits, I could listen to year round, but they have like Halloween themes and things like yeah. that. I love it. Um, this song is my favorite, absolute favorite. It's my favorite name of one of their songs. Yep. And it's also my PlayStation <laughs> gamer tag. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, it is. And they had the option just now coming out where you can change it, and I'm like, nope, I'm not gonna, not I'm gonna not gonna change, change it. it. I'm gonna keep it. Is dig forever. up her bones. But this song is called "Dig Up Her Bones." This is the Misfits. excited about that one Boom. one of my favorite bands and i haven't done a single one of their songs yet so. dude like emory last week yep misfits this week. that's what i'm gonna start doing i'm I, just gonna i'm, I'm gonna excited about i'm gonna get into my like favorite bands yeah so that's what you should do yeah have i done a beastie boys no i don't yes you did did, you did brass monkey okay whenever claire was on that's right what's that's up right. claire what's She's up claire listening. i still um, owe you 75 dollars <laughs> <laughs> What a jerk. I know. You, you I fr- I fr- I, listen, and after we did her uh, recording, the next morning I saw her at Baker Sweets having breakfast, and I didn't even think about it then. <laughs> okay, so I, I told Lee, I was like, I'm going to go pay for her meal or whatever. I go over there and pay for it. She's already gone. <laughs> like, God, I'm such uh, a horrible person. I don't know when she's coming back. Claire, whenever you are coming back, hit us up and hit we'll have up. you on again because yep. I feel like that episode didn't do you justice because no. the audio was really quiet. Right. So we'll do it again. We'll have you on again. About something else. Um, yeah, we'll find something else to talk about. That's right. Um, all right. So thank you guys for listening. Um, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We hope that you've enjoyed all of our episodes. Um, you can find us on all the following podcast platforms ready apple podcasts spotify google podcasts stitcher anchor breaker Castbox, overcast pocket casts and radio public that's right um that was that was good we should start doing that <laughs> start that's really that's really good yep we need to we need to work on that um you can follow us on Instagram. That's at Not Religious Pod. You can like us on Facebook, Not Religious Podcast. If you have a show suggestion, a song suggestion, if you want to just give us some feedback, you can send us an email. Yes, people still email. Not That's me. a Not Religious Pod <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, whatever your, especially the Apple listeners, if you could please do us a solid. 
leave us a rating and a review. That helps us out more than you could ever know. That'll get us closer to those sponsorships. We can really start getting this thing to kind of, you know, explode, if you will. Um, I'm, I'm kind of wanting to do some contests at one point. <laughs> yeah. If we can get there. Let's do that. Um, we'll work out all the details. Get some stickers on that. Yeah, some, some stickers hats. you got. We'll work on that later on. Yeah. But um, episode 20, have it all figured out. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you guys. We will catch y'all next week. Be nice to one another. Ah. Today's episode is sponsored by Nance Lawn and Landscape. Owned by my future brother-in-law, DJ Nance, Nance Lawn and Landscape is your number one source for lawn care in Sumter. Normal lawn maintenance, landscaping, flower bed edging, cleanup, weed eating, whatever you need, he does it all. Visit Nance Lawn and Landscape on Facebook for plenty of before and after pictures just to get an idea of what DJ can do for you. Give him a call today for a free estimate. That is 803-236-8247. Again, that's 803-236-8247 for Nance Lawn and Landscape.